enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast, episode 7. Nothing but randomness. I am your host, Daniel. On this week's episode, we discuss whatever the hell we feel like talking about. Joining me on this panel from the Temple of Geek is the one, the only, Marcus. Hoonie hoo! I totally hoonie hooed. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that was supposed to be a thing now, right? No, no, it was. It's only. It was always a thing. Apparently, it was in that song that I never heard. <laughs> that one song, that one time. Epic. I think it was an Outcast song, maybe. Oh. I don't know. So anyway, so anyway, what do you want to discuss on this episode of Temple of Geek Podcast? The internets. The internets. What about the internets? Anything? Anything new in gaming that we need to know about? Yes, absolutely. What? You're starting to sound really excited. <laughs> There's one thing, there's one game I am very passionate about. Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> this DJ Hero? This is my excited voice. <laughs> Actually, no, I have been playing a, a lot of DJ Hero. I know I am probably, what is it, like... Seven ten, years past I was about years. to say ten years too late. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like non-stop. I got the game, like, what is it, two or three days ago, and I am almost done with it. So, luckily, there is a DJ Hero 2. You know, you can also do this thing like download music. Yeah, but then, I mean, you you have to, like, pay for that, like, through DLC and whatnot. Yeah, it's like 99 cents a song or something. Yeah, I'm going to take a hard pass on that. (laughs) (laughs) Um. No, actually, but what what I was getting at was, um, so earlier, or let's see, today is Saturday? Earlier this today week. Today is Saturday. Yeah, today is Saturday. So earlier this week, uh, Overkill uploaded a video on their YouTube channel titled The Bomb Heist Trailer. And um, so it didn't give us any details really about a bomb heist or, well, it sort of did. Um, it was a live action um, trailer, essentially, um, and, and it essentially uh, portrayed a storyline that is the bomb heist and the new character Drag Dragon or Dragon. I have no idea how to pronounce his name. It looks like Dragon, but with an A instead of an O. So anyway, Dragon. I maybe it's that. Dragon? Dragon? His name's Dragon. Dra- Dragon. I-, I am very tempted to just go ahead and call him Dragon anyway. <laughs> Which is probably what I would end up calling him. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, so we're getting a new character, Dragon. A uh, new heist, the bomb heist. And a new uh, contract dealer, um, which is the Butcher. And as far as I know... It it kind of seems like this is gonna look like um, the slaughterhouse heist from Payday One, which you probably didn't play. But the slaughterhouse heist in Payday One was very difficult. <laughs> um, it was it, it actually came through. It came in later in the game as a DLC, but um, it, it was extremely difficult and. Uh, <laughs> Once you got it down, it wasn't it wasn't too hard. But it, like, and I posted this actually in when I when I posted the trailer on the site that I I really like the fact that Overkill is making um uh, making more contracts that sort of pay tribute to Pity One, just to kind of tie the two games together. Uh, I don't know if they tie together, but they. They're similar <laughs> because there was a diamond heist in Payday One, and there's of course what I just brought up the slaughterhouse heist in Payday One as well, which is um, which is similar to 
at least the scenery that was presented in the trailer um, for the bomb heist. So, yeah. But, um, with all that being said, the DLC has, I mean, it's just been announced um, as far as whether it's going to be free or whether it's going to be paid. Is, there's no details on that. More than likely paid. Yeah, I, I mean... If, Gotta make that money, mate. <laughs> Gotta make that money. <laughs> if I were to take a guess, they're probably going to make it paid. And it'll turn out exactly like the Diamond Heist and the, um, the the Clover character pack. Where it was like, I think it was like 5 and $6 each. <laughs> um, so, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, so they actually plan to start doing all of that stuff on Monday. So the way <laughs> the way Overkill likes to release stuff is they do stuff kind of one day at a time. They'll give you something on one day. They give you something on another day, and it, that's supposed to start on Monday, essentially. So, yeah, cool. That's exciting news. So oh my god. <laughs> He's like, and I'm done. <laughs> Podcast over. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right, Good guys, night. I'm out. Daniel's got you for the rest of the time. <laughs> so, you still here? Good. Let's get this show really rolling now. Um, <laughs> no, it's awesome. So, you know, like, the things I noticed about, like, Overkill yeah. is that they like to, when they release their trailers, a lot of them are kind of like live-action trailers. You know, you had this live-action Walking Dead trailer that they released a couple months ago. They have this live-action heist trailer. They put a lot of production value into these things. And it, for a, a, what you would call a no-name company, one that's not really widely known and stuff, I mean, they, they, they advertise and they make these high-production value videos. They advertise really well. They release really good quality games. Um, you know, yeah, you have to pay money for a freaking random heist or, you know, it's an expansion pack, basically, for one stage. But... You know, you're getting you're getting your value out of this game. You're continuously playing it. You're you're leveling up. You in particular, you're like what your fifth infancy infancy infancy. I'm in my fifth infancy. (laughs) (laughs) He's in his twenty seventh (laughs) trimester. Yeah, I uh, I just turned level ninety four in my fifth infamy. Infamy. That's the word I was looking for. Not infancy. (laughs) But anyway. You know, and now, people, you all have to understand, that's level 94. He's done this now five times. <laughs> well, actually, that's technically the sixth time, because... 594 <laughs> levels later. Yeah. Kind of. And once he hits infamy, infamy <laughs> level six, holy crap. Once he hits infamy level six, you know, 600 levels... Now, that's awesome. I mean, there isn't. Uh, this is it, man. Oh, so you're gonna basically tap out. Yeah, at, at gonna be, you're gonna still be infamy level five, but you're gonna be level one hundred infamy level five. Yeah. Hmm. But it's pretty impressive. I, I have to give you props. I mean, I know there's people out there, like you know, a lot of them twelve, thirteen year olds who play Call of Duty all the time that like to prestige multiple times. And prestiging is basically the same thing: you level up, you prestige out, you level up again, you prestige out. Right. So, you know, I bow down to you, the master of payday. You're, you're, you're amazing. You save my life all the time in the game. You're it only cost me, what is it, 267 hours. But how much money did it cost you? <laughs> in DLCs? <laughs> uh, I mean, but that's also, I mean, uh, the thing about the game is the game's only 30 bucks, And the game plays like it should be worth, you know, 60 of course, you end up paying about $60 in DLC, so... Um, but actually... Hold on, let me... Let's do some calculations here to see what we've paid over the years. <laughs> they uh, they came out, the out with a, um, uh, a Game of the Year version. Now, mind you, Marcus has every version, every expansion pack of this game. Right. <laughs> Uh, they did come out with a game of the year version of this. So, like, in the, in, with the game of the year, 
it, you usually get all the DLC that came out you get up everything. to that point. Right. So, uh, the game of the year costs 80 bucks. And of course that's with every DLC and there is a ton of them. <laughs> Let me see, paid DLCs, there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 paid DLCs. That's crazy. Then of course there's probably two more coming out on Thursday. <laughs> but you know, see that kind of brings up a, a kind of brings up something here. I would rather companies, you know, if I have to pay $5 for an additional stage or $10 for, you know, like Batman Arkham's, what was it, Arkham City. Uh, a year after the game came out, they it was $15 and you got the Harley's Revenge pack, which basically added on to the story. Uh, you played as a different character um, and you it continued on after the game and it kind of just added on to the game. I'm okay with that. Um, I'm okay with paying for DLC that adds on to the game, adds value to the game, makes you basically play a game over and over again. I'm, I'm cool with that. The thing I'm not cool with, or cool whip, is like games like Madden that don't want to spend, you know, don't want to do like the DLC stuff. They'd rather you buy a whole brand new $60 game every freaking year. Just so you can get an updated roster or one little new tweak or a new graphical facelift or something like that. It's, that annoys the crap out of me. Or Call of Duty. You know, you can say the same thing about Call of Duty. You don't need to release a brand new Call of Duty every year. You can put an expansion pack on that tells a brand new story or add something new to the, uh, add something new to the, uh, to the main campaign. Things like that. So, yeah. I mean, that's my little, Soapbox. Well, I mean, for a second. So I agree. Like, um, there's some DLC that's just worth buying, and then there's some DLC that's completely not worth buying. <laughs> and then, of course, you got games where they should release DLC and they don't. <laughs> yeah, and it, it also gives the user the choice: Do I want to add these extra stages? Do I want to bypass this and wait for the next one to come out? I'm not too impressed with this character that I want to download. I can download this character. Right. Instead of having to spend every year a brand new, you know, $60 on a game just so you can get an updated, you know, just so you can add a new quarterback to the to your team or whatnot. <laughs> you know, just download the quarterback with a 99-cent upgrade or whatever. Or <laughs> I don't know. That's just my thoughts on that. Well, at the same time, you got, like, EA where <laughs> they'll release you know, a half-finished game, and then they'll release the rest of the game via DLC. Still charging the full price 60 bucks for the original game, but... Well, on, in the same token, you have Capcom, who releases the game with the DLC on the disc. I know they don't do this anymore, but they were doing this, and then charging you a fee to unlock the DLC <laughs> that's already on the disc that you paid for. <laughs> you know, actually, that seems like... And, you know, I'm stabbing myself as a gamer, but that seems kind of like good marketing. Like, you could have this, just give me the money. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, I know you own the disc, and I know you own the content on the disc, but we can unlock that content for you. I mean, at the same time, that's really just how DLC works, minus the 15 seconds it takes to download whatever it is. But, you know, those of us, I don't like, uh, I don't like spending as much money on games as I used to. And it's it's just back in the day when PC gaming first was like really, 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 really huge. I, some people say it's not huge anymore, but I still think it is. I still think there's shady people out there in the world like Marcus who, who do nothing but PC game all the time. Um, but, you know, back in the day, you used to get expansion packs for games for free. The websites or the the companies would release their expansion packs on the websites. You could download them, pop them in the system. There you go. You've expanded your game that you paid thirty, forty bucks for back back then. Along came EA and was like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> let's charge for this." Like, what happened? See to what happened. Caring about the people who play these games. <laughs> so, well, I mean. Um, like, we, we we get some of that in Payday, too. But, of course, we haven't gotten a free DLC since... Um, John Wick? 
No, it, it was after that. It was uh, shortly after that was the uh, the Hoxton breakout. And uh, I'm not exactly sure when that pack came out. That pack came out... I don't see a date. Anyway, it was like in October, I think. Um, so it's kind of been a while. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I mean, but they're now they're coming up with uh, some new rivals. They talked about it in an update. I don't remember which one where I read it or anything, but they're like, yeah. So now we've got some competitors and all this stuff, and really. I think what they're referencing is Battlefield Hardline. Why is that? Uh, I mean, have you seen anything on Battlefield Hardline? No, I have not. Uh, It's essentially Battlefield's version of this game. (laughs) Uh, But in a war setting? uh, Not really. It's like, I'm pretty sure it's uh, much like a, a bank robbing simulator. Oh, look, there it is. Yeah. And guess who the publisher is? EA. <laughs> <laughs> Which, they actually just uh, pushed that back to March sometime sometime in March. So, um, yeah. I can't decide whether I'm going to give that game a chance or not. Yeah, you probably will. <laughs> Any chance that you can break into bank vaults and kill cops? Yeah, you're all over it. <laughs> Man, it's just like I've been staying true to Payday for so long. It's just feel like it's like I'm cheating on it if I played that game. <laughs> well, it only hurts for a little bit. <laughs> but then she'll get better and add new stuff, and you'll go back to her. <laughs> but, yeah, looks cool. Graphics look nice. Yeah, I mean, it's it looks like Battlefield. It probably plays similar to Battlefield, but it's... You mean it looks like Payday, and it may play similar to Payday. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, like, a lot of people probably said the same thing. If they've ever even heard or played a, played Payday, they, they said the same thing when they saw the when they saw Battlefield Hardline. I didn't even know this was a thing. That's pretty cool. So, earlier this week, you know, since we're talking about video games... I'm that guy. I'm that guy that plays Nintendo. I'm that guy. (laughs) I'm the one that the PlayStation and the Xbox fans kick the shit out of. (laughs) So, earlier this week, I was watching the Nintendo Direct Conference, which they have one uh, roughly every month or so. They just kind of tell you what's happening in the world of Nintendo. Well, they decided to release the announcement or make the announcement of the new 3DS handheld system that's coming out, which is going to be called... New Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> you know, that reminds me of, like, wasn't um, Apple doing something similar? Like, they were coming up with a, the new iPad. and they were Yeah, it was it called the, the new, new iPad. iPad. <laughs> then they got renamed to, like, iPad 2 or some shit. Like, I don't remember. But go on. So, <laughs> new Nintendo 3DS, XL, <laughs> ABC, is basically the same system as the current Nintendo 3DS XL. Plays the same games, same hardware, with the exception with the exception that they added a faster processor so it can press, it processes and loads games just a little faster. Um, and they also added a C stick to the to the uh, Console. So, right above your little face buttons, you have a little tiny C-stick that's about the size of one of the buttons. Actually, it's probably a little bit smaller. Looks like one of them arsenic pills that you would take if you wanted to try to kill yourself. And so, basically, it's just to kind of control the camera and stuff so you don't have to touch the touchscreen. The thing that I find cool about this new device, and this is the third feature that they talked about, is the face tracking 3D. So, on the current 3D models, if you were to hold it just slightly to the left or to the right or down, up, whatever, if you're not head-on to the 3D, it gets all blurry and you really can't see the 3D, so it wasn't really well well done. This new version of the 3DS is supposed to track your face, and it's supposed to readjust to 3D no matter which way you're looking at the system. So if you're looking at it from the side, you should still see 3D. So that's, they said it's supposed to make the 3D effects a lot better on this new handheld. 
So, I'm, I'm probably going to get it. <laughs> what are they talking about for price? Is it going to be? It's one ninety nine ninety nine. It's what? Which one ninety nine ninety nine? Which is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's fifty dollars more than the current Nintendo 3DS. I think the Nintendo 3DS right now is selling for one fifty nine. Is that the 3DS um, it, XL? Yes. Okay. Uh, the 3D. Uh, I'm sorry. The 3D S uh, XL is one ninety nine ninety nine. So yeah, I guess they are about the same price. Okay. Um, this system does have built in NFC for Amiibos, so you will be able to have Amiibo support on this, just like you do on the Nintendo Wii, so that's that's the fourth feature that they've discussed, so, and they're going to um, have some updates coming out for some of the games currently that's out uh, right now, like uh, Smash Brothers and things like that, that's going to add Amiibo support on the 3DS, so that's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, I'm excited, I already have a Nintendo 3DS XL, so I'm willing to give that to my wife, pass it down, so she can play her, her games, and I will graduate to the new big boy, and just kind of go from there. <laughs> I really want to get the limited edition Majora's Mask edition, which is a gold version of it with a different mask from Majora's Mask. But from what I understand, it's already sold out at GameStop. So <laughs> if I am in the market to get one on February 13th when this thing comes out, I need to make sure I'm at the store and that I see it there and grab it as soon as it comes out. So, But, yeah, if you guys are into... Nintendo, and you like these things, there are two special edition ones that are coming out. The Zelda Majora's Mask that I just spoke about, and the Capcom Edition Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate Edition Silver with some Monster Hunter. I, I'm not a big Monster Hunter person, so I don't really know what the symbol is. <laughs> um, and then they also have the regular red and, I believe it's uh, red and black. So those are, the, those are the new systems that are coming out on February 13th. Uh, yeah, if you don't have one, go pick one up. I think it sounds pretty cool. I see a gold Majora's Mask one. Yeah. And then I also That's... see a purple one. So the gold one that you're seeing is the Peggy 12, the uh, English <laughs> version. <laughs> uh, it's good. It's good. The one that's, that's the European edition. That's the one that's going to be coming out in um, the European countries. Uh, the purple one is the one that we're getting, from what I understand. Hmm. Seems like uh, some people are going to be making some imports. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so that's cool. I mean, the purple one still looks pretty cool too. I I think it looks pretty pretty awesome. But that's just me. Huh? So you know. Well, I don't see the. Okay, so I'm looking at the purple one as it's open, and I don't see the C stick on it. <clears throat> um. So it's. Are you, do you see the face buttons? The face buttons? Yeah, so do you see the little Y, B, A, X buttons? Yes. Do you see a little gray circular button right at the top of the X button? No. Really? Yeah. Well, I think you're a liar. I <laughs> <laughs> new 3DS XL Majora's Mask under Google Images. And it's not there. It's like the top images that show up. Yeah, that's I don't I think that's the mock up one. That's that's yeah, it even says mock up in the picture. So if you click on the uh da 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 Maybe we are getting the gold one. I think I swore it was purple, but maybe I was just reading it wrong. Um Trying to find a gold one with it open. But yeah, I mean if you look at the picture next to it there, the with the black screen, you can see the little the little gray button that I'm talking about, C stick. Yeah. They uh you know, there's a little bit of modifications to it. You got the cartridge slot now on the bottom, um power buttons now on the bottom. I don't see the C stick on the gold one either. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they don't want you to have it. Actually, no, never mind. That's the wrong one. I don't see the a picture of the gold one open with the screen side. I see it open on the back side, but not the screen side. They figured, hey, if you've seen one inside, you've seen them all. It's like, <laughs> you know, never mind. Um, oh, well, okay. But, yeah, uh, I just thought that would be kind of something cool that's coming out. Because, you know, Majora's Mask is also coming out that day. Uh, the re-release of Majora's Mask. Nice. And as y'all know, that's probably the most freakiest version of Zelda that has come out. 
I mean, it's it's a picture of a freaking moon coming at you like this, and it's like crashing down on Earth. It looks like a, a heart with eyeballs and spikes. So. <laughs> on of the dead. And spikes on Day of the Dead. <laughs> the best way I could describe it. You heard it here first, folks. Hearts and spikes <laughs> and Day of the Dead. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, what else has been coming out in the gaming world? Uh, um, I'm excited about Dragon Ball Xenoverse. It's coming out late. On next. Xbox One, PlayStation 4, right? Aww. Computer. Um, I think it's coming out on everything. And that's also something to be very excited about. Because... Um, I am fed up, fed up, as we've already talked about this in a previous podcast, with exclusives. <laughs> I just want to yeah, go away. It, it it just kills me that you would exclude <laughs> so many fans by putting your game on one system. You know, a lot of people can only spend Christmas money on one device. Right. Well, I mean, I think what really uh, grinds my gears is when you mess with a franchise, like something that was normally available to everything and is suddenly only available to one thing, like Tomb Raider, <laughs> it's, it, it cuts me deep. It cuts me, it right cuts me bro. Right here. It cuts me. Yeah, I'm, I mean, like, I'm I'm upset about Street Fighter. And Street Fighter, like, yeah. Like, how can you do that to Street Fighter? Will I get a PlayStation 4? It depends. I mean, I... How bad... I don't play game system... I don't play games that much in the on the consoles that, you know, to warrant buying yeah. two next-gen consoles or current-gen consoles, whatever. I mean, I have an Xbox One. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Um... If I have to wait for it to come out on PC, so be it. I mean, if I have to play it on PC, so be it. I mean, whatever. But it's just, yeah, I mean, you're you're totally just chastising people for not buying the right system. Pretty much. Like, I... <laughs> I mean, like, there's... <sighs> when the new consoles were coming out, I was like, okay, should I buy an Xbox One or should I buy a PS4? You know, and, and I had a I, I had a 360 and a PS3, so I, I I never had to really make these decisions on whenever, you know, when, when new games were coming out and stuff. And uh, and uh, so I was like, okay, I had to like weigh my options to see. I was like, okay, am I do I really want to play Forza or? <laughs> Do I really want to play Final Fantasy or, you know, whatever, whatever it's going to be? And, uh, which, I mean, Final Fantasy out. Chose Final Fantasy. <laughs> I mean, it's a race car game. I really like Forza. And then, of course, they got, like, I really like Forza a lot. Let me go ahead and reiterate that. I like Forza a lot. Don't you dare Dude. call it a race car game. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. But of course, you know, PlayStation gets Gran Turismo, which is, you know, decent. It just doesn't have the customization that Forza has. But, you know, it's a sidetrack to what I was getting at. Um, so, yeah. I went with the PS4. And um, now I'm I'm sad because they're releasing Tomb Raider on the freaking Xbox One. <laughs> so, while I get Tomb Raider and laugh at you, you can get Street Fighter and laugh at me. I, but I don't really play fighting games. And I don't really play Tomb Raider, so, I mean, it's like... So, basically, we both chose wrong in our systems of choice. Yeah, you know, there, there's a life for you. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand console exclusivity, you know, exclusives like... Uh, Nintendo doesn't want to give up Mario and put Mario on an Xbox. I understand that, because Mario are... Yeah, Mario is owned by Nintendo. Right. And I would understand, you know, Sony not releasing Crash Bandicoot on whatever system or Microsoft releasing Halo on any other system. But the exclusive the exclusives that I'm talking about or what's Marcus talking about is a third party company making their games exclusive to one particular console. And I just think that's ridiculous. Back in the day, 
Never had to worry about that. Our biggest complaint was, did we want to see blood in Mortal Kombat on the Genesis, or did we want to see sweat on <laughs> Super Nintendo? <laughs> Both of us got Mortal Kombat, but one of us got blood, the other one got sweat. <laughs> now, if you were lucky enough to have a Game Genie, you could turn that sweat into blood, but, you know, that was besides the point. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, it's just... I'm just tired of seeing it. I agree. But there is some good news coming out of the world of stuff. There is a rumor circulating around the interwebs, and chalk this up to a rumor, that the Amazing Spider-Man will be joining the Avengers in the Infinity Wars. It is sounding like Marvel and Sony has struck a deal. Nothing official has been announced. <laughs> again, this is all rumor. I will say it again. This is a rumor. <laughs> but holy shit, would that be cool? <laughs> okay. Okay, this also brings up the new trailer that came out during the, the national championship that we should talk oh, about. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. Um, but... So many questions. Okay, so we won't get Andrew Garfield. Let's just go ahead and throw that up. Like, well, we, we don't know. He he may. We may. Um, it all depends on what the deal is. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, all right. I, I'm, I'm speechless. If this happens, I am like utterly speechless. I'm going to be in that movie theater going. <laughs> I wouldn't even say a word. I'll just I'll walk out of there and be just like, this was the most amazing picture ever. So, I mean... Even if he only has like a 13-second cameo, I'll just be like, oh my god, it's Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... So when is... Uh, okay, so when does the... Uh, oh man, I wish I had that timeline picture of all the Marvel movies coming out. 2018. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Actually, I think the first one comes out in 2017. No, no, yeah, it comes out in 2018. Okay, so... Oh, yeah, because it's 1819, that's right. Yeah, so, let's see, we get Black Panther, the the Thor, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Doctor Strange, and Civil War. That's all in reverse order um, before then. So, that's all Phase 3. Yeah, everything's going to be Phase 3. Here's my thoughts. If this If this actually worked and this has actually gone through, and this is really legit, and they're waiting for Comic-Con or something like that to make the announcement, which, fine, I'll wait for the announcement. But if this is a legit story and this is true, I really think they have enough time just to kind of throw a cameo in this uh, Captain America Civil War. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> so I think they have enough time just to put a cameo in there. It doesn't have to be anything big, but just to get the, the fans to go, holy crap, Spider-Man's like, in the Marvel continuity the universe. the movie? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's what. That, that's, and you know, that's what I was Peter Parker. About. There's a lot of crossovers with Peter Parker and Doctor Strange. So wouldn't that be cool if he showed up in that film? Oh, man, I, it's just. So I don't foresee anything in Guardians of the Galaxy or Thor. Yeah. Uh, or Black Panther, but. I mean, of you know, course, we, uh, they gave us. Uh, well, I guess they sort of do tie, but they gave us the um, um, the Thanos. Um, cameo in Avengers. Correct. Which was, I mean, and I am, I am not completely nerd, so I didn't understand the, the, the tie there with the Avengers. And then, of course, when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, I was like, hey, there's more of Thanos. And, hey, there's that guy. <laughs> and now, you know, now it, it's all together for me with the, with the, uh, the gyms and whatnot. So. Yeah. Yeah, so the deal is, um, if if they struck a deal, the deal is going to have something to do with Marvel helping with the cost for a, Spider, a Spider-Man standalone film. So my question would be, if that is true, because Sony will still own the rights to Spider-Man, they're just kind of lending him out to Marvel, is Marvel will have to help with a new Spider-Man movie. Will that new Spider-Man movie come out before the Avengers? Will it come out after the Avengers? Will it be part of the Marvel Cinematic Phase 3 universe? 
Um, will we see other characters from the Marvel Universe in the Spider-Man film? It, it, so many questions. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know what to say, man. Just so yeah, it, that's the rumors around the the interwebs. Uh, quite exciting news. Uh, I'm not going to get my hopes up too much until I hear official announcement or until I see you know official. Spider-Man memorabilia being sanctioned by Marvel Cinematic Universe or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, just... The news is out there. The rumors have been set. Fingers are crossed. Uh, let's make this happen. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Now, if this actually happens, and so my hope is that Fantastic Four flops this year, so Marvel will get those rights back. And then somehow we need to get the X-Men rights back to Marvel and then Marvel will have its entire family back together again and it'll be beautiful. <laughs> I don't see Marvel getting everything back. I just don't see it. I, I, I want see them to. getting back Fantastic Four. Okay. I see them getting back Fantastic Four only because the movie's going to flop, dude. Well, does that mean that they're going to give it up just because it flops? I think they would sell it back just to make some money off of it. Hmm. So, Marvel's plans... Marvel is, is funny. So, it's... I think there's some hope with the whole Sony thing because, you know, they're, they're still supporting Spider-Man in the comic books. They're still producing Spider-Man comic books and stuff. But it's, it's funny because when it comes to X-Men and uh, Fantastic Four, they pulled the Fantastic Four comic book. There's no more Fantastic Four comic book. Like, they killed the, the issues because Fox owns the rights to the movies. Rumor. Um, <laughs> I mean, but the comic book has actually been killed, but the rumor is it's because Fox will not give up the rights to the movie. The other rumor is is they've been killing off a lot of the other mutant storylines. So, like, they're killing off Daredevil this month. Or not Daredevil, but uh, uh, Deadpool. They're killing off his comic book run. They're shortening some of the runs of some of the X-Men comic books and just kind of releasing just two or three X-Men books. So, it's like they're sacrificing their sales in comics to try to hurt Fox and, and it's like, hey, you know, these are our characters. We're going to do whatever the hell we want. We would like to have them back, but if you want them, fine. We'll just, you know, kill your kill your publicity to them by killing our comics. You know, it's just like, I don't know. You know what really sucks, though? Is, you know what really grinds your gear? <laughs> yeah, actually, is I really would. Oh, my gosh. Not only me, but I think the public really wants a Deadpool movie. That's, I think that Deadpool is has been confirmed. Right. I want to see it followed through. I want to see it have been followed through. But I think that would be gold, assuming it's done right, too. But well, it's, uh, from, from what I understand, that's going to be CGI for the most part. Because that trailer that came out, that teaser or whatever, yeah. the test footage, that was all CGI. Well, I mean, I can't, I can't ever tell what's real and what's fake anymore because I've seen so many like fan-made uh, trailers for that movie uh -huh. that I, I honestly don't... I, I didn't know if it actually was real or not. Yeah, the one where he's like eating the burrito or whatever, jumps off the bridge, lands into the car, yeah. and cuts... Yeah, that's a real... That was real test footage. Huh. Okay. That was that was by Fox to see what people see. The rumor is that it leaked, doing the whole quotation <laughs> thing. But I really think Fox released it to see what fans' reaction would be, and it was quite positive. Well, because I mean, it was straight up Deadpool. I mean, it was like, holy crap, that's actually Deadpool, dude. Okay, so I mean, here's what I'm saying. That com this comes back to uh, something I mentioned in a previous podcast too: is that it has action. And it has hilarity. <laughs> actuality. 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 We're going to coin that term. This movie has actuality in you it. You heard it here first. Here first. <laughs> actuality. I'm, I'm definitely going to bring that up several times in the future. <laughs> yeah, so when movies have actuality... Actuality. Ryan Reynolds is involved. No, so, but, yeah, I mean, the Deadpool movie looks good, if the test footage is anything to be said about it. I mean, it, it looks like it would follow the comic books, like, almost to the T. Yeah. 
uh, Ryan Reynolds is perfect for the character, just his little snarky attitude. Uh, yes. I mean, he's perfect for the character. He voiced the character in that little offshoot one-shot uh, video, the test footage. So, I mean, I mean that was just comedy gold right there. I mean, that was what I would envision a Deadpool movie being like. So great. It's supposed to be in production. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and so I feel like Fox has to try pretty hard to mess that yeah. up. So, but um, taking a roundabout, uh, the new Ultron trailer. Yes, you got to talk about it because I'm excited about it. I've seen it about a hundred yeah. times. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this to me. No. It was all right. Excuse me. Nah, nah, the Age of Ultron trailer premiered Monday night during the National Championship of College Football. Yes. You know, you would think they would give it a name like the Super Bowl of College or like the Ultra Bowl or... But it has like a different name almost every year. It was called like the BCS National Championship or something else, something else, so yeah. Anyway, that's getting off topic. Yeah. But during that... <laughs> During that wonderful bowl game, we got a trailer for our trailer two for Age of Ultron. And the beautiful thing about this trailer was it actually had new footage. What? I was so excited. I was I was like So <laughs> so when this came on, I was watching the game and we were also we were having a uh, we were having a I guess would you call it a company meeting? <laughs> a temple of geek meeting slash discussion. And uh Daniel's talking about the numbers and whatnot, and I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. There's a new Avengers trailer playing right now. <laughs> it's like, I need to have my undivided attention on this. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> and it was, and what's sad is that it was unexpected, because on their Facebook page, they said, Hey, we're playing a new trailer tonight during the national championship. So, yeah, I did not know anything about it because, for one, I'm not a sports guy. I don't watch sports, <laughs> so I wasn't watching the game. Um, but I can guarantee you that I went back and found the trailer immediately and watched it and fell in love with it. And yeah, so there's several things in the trailer. Um, the first thing I noticed right off the bat was they still love using that song, I Have No Strings to Hold Me Down. Oh, yeah. This one was really dark. They made it even more dark than it already was. It's like, let's see how much creepier we can make Pinocchio. <laughs> Just in case you forgot, things are going to get really bad. <laughs> Shit's about to go down. About to go down. <laughs> so no, but and like I saw your your post earlier this week um, about the the A on um, Captain America's shoulder. Uh huh. And, and that 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 reminds me because like if you watch the trailer, I've sort of watched this a lot, a lot, and I've seen it in several places. It seems like the Avengers team itself has gone through some sort of like public relations or something. Yeah, so now that the you know it's like Shield is gone, or it's being rebuilt on the television show, but you know for the most part Shield's gone, been disembarked, uh, disembarked or whatever you want to call it, disembarked. Yeah, um, Winter Soldier. Yeah, so Tony Stark is funding this team, and they are officially calling themselves the Avengers, and they're still a self-funded team by you know Stark one and only. Um, and it's just kind of cool to see the little nods, you know. Cause the reason why I posted that was just because it was like okay, we're finally seeing an Avengers team together, and they have little patches that say they're on the Avengers on their costumes and stuff. Now, I mean, to me, that's just really, really cool to see on a film. Yeah, totally. And it's just the little nods like that that just take me back to the comic universe. It's just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Ultron is really creepy. Super creepy. <laughs> and the song playing when you see Ultron, it's just like, Wow. And it hits those notes as soon as he's taking those steps. like, ding, 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 ding. Oh, man. So, a couple questions I have about the trailer. So, there is a bald black chick 
taken off a coat in what looks like an underground oasis. Is this a scene from Wakanda? I think it is. I truly think it is. I think that's a... Uh, uh, what, what's that material called again? Oh, you're talking about vibranium? Yeah, I think that's a vibranium like storage deposit. Like an ore or whatever you call it? Yeah. And, uh, and I also agree with you, because we talked about this uh, off-podcast, that I think that's uh, Black Panther's sister. Sister or some sort of family member, maybe mother or something? Yeah. Okay. I think we're going to... I'm. I'm pretty sure it's confirmed that we are going to see Black Panther in this movie. We're going to get, at least get introduced to him. Um, because they do end up in Wakanda. Uh, Wakanda. 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 Um, so we are going to get some sort of introduction to Black Panther, and that's going to help tie into his movie and all that. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you on this. I think that's probably a family member, someone that represents the T'Challa family, um, or T'Challa, that's his name, not the actual family. Um, T'Challa's but yeah, that's Sorry. So, that was my first question. The second thing that I'm noticing in this is, like, there's going to be some flashbacks or something, maybe? Or maybe Ultron does some sort of mind thing or something? Because there's a whole scene in here, right after the the chick in the well underground area, where you see uh, Black Widow, like, younger. Like, she's... She looks like she's younger. She has her hair in a ponytail, and she has little earrings on, and she looks like she might be like a teenager or something in this scene. Oh, yeah. Um, she does look younger. She's, she's getting knocked down onto a bed, so I'm, I don't know what this is all about, but I I think they're going to have some flashbacks here that's probably going to show maybe why Black Widow is the way she is and kind of get a little bit more to her backstory. We do know she's confirmed for Captain America 3, so... That will have put her in two Avengers movies, one Iron Man movie, and two Captain America movies. Well, you know, I think, no, I think about it. Giving her, like, a flashback is probably the best way to give her an origin story. Yeah, without giving her her own movie. Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, she's not a superhero. No, she's an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. So. Or... Ex agent of Shield. Yeah, <laughs> she's an Avenger. Now, before we continue on, you did hear the rumor about a certain purple archer making an appearance on Agent of Shield television show, right? Um, I don't keep up with that show. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. So yeah, a purple certain archer <laughs> is supposed to be joining the Agents of Shield. Uh, television show this season. So there's uh, rumors of Jeremy Renner going to be on the on an episode. So they're basically going to start slowly bringing in some of the Avengers. Now I don't know if we're going to get some of the bigger names, but we'll, I could probably see you know Jeremy Renner, maybe Scarlett Johansson making an appearance um, on the show. So yeah, it's going to tie in some things. I think that's going to be kind of cool, and we'll probably get some lead up to Age of Ultron. At some point, uh, I promise I'm going to buckle down and I'm going to watch it. You need to. Just get past the first season, man. Actually, just bypass the entire first season. Just go straight to the second season. Where does the second season start off after, like, like right after Winter Soldier or what? Pretty much. I mean, it's like several months after Winter Soldier. Um, some of the characters, they now have a base, and they actually have a lot more agents. And um, So there's Coulson's a now. group of people at first. They, they didn't have their own yeah, base. Yeah, there was just like five or six of them that hung out on an airplane together. On an airplane? Yeah, it was called the bus. Oh, so it was like okay, all right. It was a giant jumbo jet looking shield aircraft that could never went take off, and no, it always flew. Oh. <laughs> nice sound effects. So the other thing I noticed in this movie is the Ultron bots, clones, droids, things. Yeah. There's a crap ton of them, and they like to fly. Oh yeah. There's a whole bunch of different styles of these Ultron clones. Um. What I was reading online is that a lot of these clones will be able to basically manipulate technology. So I don't know. There's like toys 
um, I know you don't really keep up with toys like I do, but there's some toy action figures coming out where some of these clones can be taken apart by the body and, like, attached onto, like, cars and stuff. So I don't know if they're going to be manipulating technology like that in the movie, but, you know, a lot of times when they release toy lines, it's to tie into the movie, so there's some key elements from the toys that tie into the film. Yeah. So it's just kind of interesting there. More and more of these toy things are starting to come out. Um, Iron Man definitely has a new suit of armor in this. Yes, he does. So it's no longer the suit from Iron Man 3, although it has some of those some of the similar color textures and stuff, but it's not as yellow as it was in Iron Man 3. Um, what else have I noticed? That fight... Black Widow. Oh, I was going to She say. seems to have a calming effect on the Hulk. Yeah. What do you think that's going to be about? I, uh... I think she... It seems like she has a calming effect on everybody. <laughs> From what I've gathered, she... She's like everybody's soft spot in this movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, pretty lady. <laughs> but uh, so, but yeah, I mean, especially for the Hulk, um, you know, it, he needs to become, or or he's the Hulk. <laughs> he needs to become, or he's going to become the Hulk. Um, something I I uh, I read about was the Hulk's eyes turn green, or not green, sorry, red, and. Uh, and you see somebody else's eyes turn red later on in the trailer. And it makes it, it, it kind of gives you a possible vibe that, um. They're being controlled? Yeah. Um, now, Scarlet Witch has the ability to do some sort of manipulation. So, it is quite possible that Scarlet Witch has them under control. Bam! Not funny. <laughs> so, I, I, I did find out that the fight between Iron Man and the Hulk takes place in Wakanda. Because there's like a store name somewhere, Lake Matsepe, which is only found in Wakanda. Look at you using your detective skills. Tony, man, I saw this a lot. <laughs> in this trailer, we get our first glimpse, or second glimpse, I should say, of Andy Circus. The rumors of Andy Circus is that he's going to be playing a character named Ulysses Claw. Ulysses. If that is true, um, Ulysses Claw is actually one of the villains for Black Panther. So we, w if this is the case, Ulysses Claw will be showing up in the Wakanda scenes of the Avengers. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the trailer was really good. Music was really creepy. Yeah, this movie's gonna be freaking epic, dude. Just so epic. Like I, I can't even. Uh. I'm just so excited. The amazing thing um, is we're going to get this awesome movie in May, and then six months after, we're going to get another amazing movie. Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Oh, my God, Disney is going to take so much of my money this year. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I'm just super stoked for this film. And I'm finally glad that we're going to see a battle between the Incredible Hulk and Iron Man in Hulkbuster armor. Fans wanted to see that in the first film. Didn't happen. They're finally getting it in this film. And boy, oh boy, does it look amazing. <laughs> so the vibe I, I, I'm starting to get from these trailers is that it's... Uh, Bruce Banner and um, Tony Stark's fault that Ultron was created. I don't know. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Um, like, they, you know, just two really smart people who created a program to with artificial intelligence and whatnot, and, but, and then Tony Stark ends up taking it too far and you got Ultron. I mean, it's quite possible that they... Because, you know, at the end of Avengers, um, Bruce Banner went to go work for Tony Stark. So, yeah, it is quite possible that they found... And here's what I'm thinking probably is going to happen. They find Hank Pym's old uh, program that he created for the Ultron project. They bring it back 
Um, Hank Pym is probably going to have some sort of storyline or some mentioned that he, he put it down because it was starting to become self-aware or whatnot. They thought they could control it and it goes out of control or something like that. I bet you that's going to be some sort of the... We're going to hear Hank Pym's name in this movie. We're going to have to hear Hank Pym's name in the movie because <laughs> it's going to piss off a bunch of fans if he's not mentioned somehow <laughs> as being the creator of this freaking robot. <laughs> so, yeah, I agree with you. It's I'm sure Banner's going to have something to do with it as well. Um, only because he's working for Tony Stark. Um, I'm trying to get a really good shot of this red eye thing, because I'm going to post that here on our Facebook page here very shortly. And Yeah. So, yeah, trailer looks good. Movie looks awesome. Comes out May 1st. I'm super stoked. I'm super excited. That Hulk Buster armor looks amazing. It looks really good. It actually looks like it's a a, a good um, battle too. Yeah, it's, I'm hoping at least five ten minutes. <laughs> just uh, just give me a thirty minute battle. You know, I can't wait to see what the runtime is going to be on this film. I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to be pushing three hours. I hope so. I don't know if my bladder will be able to take it, but I'll I'll I'm push I'll push it to the limits. We'll find a way. Find a way to make it happen. I mean, if I can survive through Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, I'd find a way. But, yeah, definitely check out check out the trailer if you haven't already seen it. Check out Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. if you haven't seen it already. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm sure, is going to have some really awesome tie-ins to this show at the closer we get to May 1st. Um, Marcus, definitely need to watch the show. Yes. So you need you need to get there, man. Um, also, don't forget that Agent Carter is on right now. Um, Agent, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be taking a break until March, and in its place we have a, an eight-part Agent Carter miniseries. We've already finished three episodes. Uh, they're going to be on break this week, and next week I think they're going to come back with an all-new episode. Uh, the show is turning out to be pretty good. It takes place uh, in the 1940s, 50s, somewhere in that time era, right after the death of Captain America. Agent Peggy Carter is trying to find her place in the world. And we get we have gotten in, you know reintroduced to Tony Stark's father. We also have gotten introduced to the real Jarvis, the actual butler, not the computer behind Tony Stark's armor, but the actual butler. <laughs> so um, Jarvis and uh, Peggy Carter make a pretty good team. Definitely check it out. Comes on Tuesday nights at eight p.m. on ABC. Uh, any final thoughts? Oh yeah, Constantine. Go ahead, Marcus. Talk about Constantine. <laughs> Give us some Constantine news. <laughs> uh, just going to say, Constantine has returned from break. and uh, Thank God. <laughs> so in case you were looking for additional TV shows to fill up your lineup, be sure to check out Constantine, along with uh, Gotham, actually. Gotham's also back from break. Oh, that show. <laughs> Which they got renewed for a, for a second season, too. So Did they really? Yep. I'm impressed. <laughs> so Arrow and uh, Flash are coming back this week as well. Um, <laughs> Flash comes on Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock on the CW. Arrow comes on Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock on the CW. Uh, this season on, or this second half of the season of Arrow, we are going to be introduced to the new Black Canary. We're also going to see Ray Palmer in costume as the Atom. And I hear rumors of Diggle picking up the mantle of Arrow while Arrow is MIA. Hmm. So this is going to be an interesting second half of the season. Uh, Flash, we're going to get some more backstory to the man in yellow. And we're going to see some new future episodes of Captain Cold. So I'm kind of excited about both these shows coming back. And I'm, I'm ready to get back into my superhero TV. You get a lot... We're getting a lot this year. Yep. My nerddom has just gone gone cranked up to 11. <laughs> but Marcus, you got anything else you want to throw out there? Any final thoughts? Um, payday 2. Payday 2. God, Marcus, stop talking about payday, man. <laughs> Me and Daniel are going to start playing video games Thursdays. Thursdays. Um, well... We're going to record on Thursdays. It probably won't go live onto the website until after I edit and everything, but it, we're not, we're not going to do live shows yet. Okay. Well, I'm probably going to 
do them live on my Twitch channel, and then you'll see them. Well, there you go. You'll see them pretty the following day. <laughs> so. <laughs> so there you go. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Well, uh, what was that word that we made up? Actuality? I already forgot. Ac- ac- no, it was actuality. Actuality, that's okay. it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's my final word. Actuality. Actuality. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek Podcast. I want to thank Marcus for joining me on this week's discussion. Stay tuned to thetempleofgeek.com for the next all-new episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash templeofgeek. And remember to visit thetempleofgeek.com, your one-stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.